thank you for joining Whiskey Wednesday Weekly. This is your host, Ken Boone. Please feel free to scroll through the multiple interviews for this podcast. This podcast is dedicated to people's stories of success, triumph, failure, and overcoming all obstacles. It is also dedicated to having fun and drinking various types of whiskeys. This is not a whiskey critique show, so please feel free to sit back, listen to the interviews, and thank you so much for liking and subscribing. Good evening, everyone. Uh, Ken Boone, uh, Whiskey Wednesday Weekly, uh, episode four. Uh, this week, um, obviously, we're going to try and keep it light, but at the same time, we are addressing a serious topic with one of my dearest friends, Robin Graciano. Uh, this week is the topic of breast cancer, and the reason why we're bringing this up is because Robin went through it herself personally, and it was a pretty obviously a serious kind of breast cancer, not that any of them aren't, um, but it was one that uh, I think the odds were stacked kind of against you a little bit, right? Yes. yes. Um, so uh, first of all, happy belated Father's Day to everyone out there, and um, I hope everyone enjoyed it, and I got a couple really nice whiskeys. Um, my daughter brought me the Jack Daniel Sinatra edition, which is super nice, and then she also got me the Four Roses single batch. So I'll be getting to those a little bit on a different episode <laughs> with someone who really loves whiskey. Uh, not that Robin is not a whiskey drinker. She does dabble a little bit here and there. So uh, with that being said, we'll go ahead and kick off the episode and we will hope you enjoy it. And uh, like I said, we'll try to keep it as light as possible, but I do want to address uh, serious topics every once in a while because you know the point of the show is to really get um, you know people to see different aspects of people's lives. And if it can help just one person, um, that's what we care about. So we're going to start off first with a shot. Okay, this is one called the uh, Perverted Irishman. Uh, the reason why I have the Jameson out is because that's the whiskey that it's used with, hence the Irish whiskey, and it's mixed with Bailey's. So we're going to just start off a little sweet and light, and we'll go from there. The Perverted Irishman. All right, we stack them out here so everyone can see that we're knocking them back. <laughs> it's all good. So. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Robin, very brief history. So Robin, I know you're not from California, if I'm not mistaken. So tell us where you're from, you know, where, where were you born and things like that. I was born in Oregon and when I was around five, five and a half, we moved to Ontario, Pomona area. Oh, okay. Where most of my life or school years was um, in San Bernardino, Rialto area. And then moved to Oceanside um, as a junior in high school. Mm, nice. Well, what's interesting is, I don't know if you guys saw episode two with Tammy Stryler. She actually was living in Pomona, too. Oh, how funny. Granted, she's, I think, in her 50s or something she had mentioned. Yeah, she's definitely yeah, older she's than Yeah, she's older me. than you. So, yeah. <laughs> you probably didn't run in the same circles <laughs> at the time. But nonetheless. Sorry, Tammy. <laughs> yeah, we love Tammy. It's all good. Uh, but that's interesting. You guys kind of ran in, in the Pomona circles as a young kid. She was saying that it was like, at the time, it was just like nothing there. I mean, it was just a lot of countryside and stuff is that kind of the same thing at your age i was little so yeah well all, all i knew was my front yard <laughs> <laughs> so you ended up moving to oceanside what year was yeah. that or junior, how were you roughly? junior in high school oh okay um, okay i went to and graduated from vista high school oh okay and if i'm not mistaken you had when did you meet your husband poli um i met him when i was 20 uh working okay. at the grocery store so you had already been through High school. He wasn't like yeah. a high school sweetheart or anything. Okay. Nope. Now you did what in at the grocery store? 
I was a bagger. Okay. And what did you A meet? courtesy clerk. A courtesy clerk. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. the new term. Um, now, your husband is still a butcher today, and he was working in the kind of the meat department at that time, correct. but for a different store, but yet you worked for the same company, correct? Uh, we worked at the same store. Oh, the same store. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And yeah. he was checking out your meat. He was. <laughs> oh, <I> mean, <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was checking out your rump roast is what he likes to refer to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was. Did that happen pretty quickly? Like the, um, the, the whirlwind or was, I don't know if it's no, rocky, but did I it happen? No, I was like, that meat guy, he's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and somebody told him, and then so he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to score this one. Oh, okay. So yeah. he was into it real quick. And then quick. he's like, okay. you know, can I can I ask you out for a burrito, yeah. you know, after work? So we went to Oscars there on San Marcos Boulevard, uh -huh, uh -huh. and uh, that's how it all started. Was, was the rest history pretty much burrito. after that? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was pretty. Okay. Yeah, 20, 25 years later, here we are. And you have two sons? Yep. Okay. I was pregnant three times. I have two kids. Okay. And I have a stepson. Okay. Okay. Two boys, I guess. So I didn't even know that about you and I, and it's a yeah. tough subject, but you actually lost a child then? Yeah. I was in between the, the two boys, um, probably around two years. Okay. Um, and you had a miscarriage? Miscarriage. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, that's, yeah. that's another story all by itself yeah. for other people who have gone through that. So I, I did not know that. And it's interesting as much as we know everybody we that I'm on these shows, I still learn something new, which is another good thing I like about the show. Um, okay. So you've uh, now since moved, I mean, now you've got two sons now mm -hmm. and they're grown up, obviously. One I think is in the army. Yeah. Okay. The My stepson's 30, going to be 31. Then I have, we have a 22 year old together mm -hmm. and then, um, He'll be 18 next month. Okay. And he just graduated with my kids the same yes. year. Um, so the COVID graduation continues. It <laughs> yes, seems like yes. that's, yeah, the other two guests, Alex and Tammy, had their son graduating as well. Sorry, you know, I set my timer again, guys. So I just want to make sure that you guys know why I look at my watch. It's not because the time. It's because we have to do another shot. Uh, we'll give it a couple seconds because I still want to get into a little bit about that. Um, so with Polly and, and you guys... You had moved to Valley Center when? Because we've met, we've known each other for about seven years now. Yeah, we moved to Valley Center. Um, this will be going on our eighth year in November. Okay, okay, gotcha. So that, then you guys moved right in, and sure enough, I met Dom in Little League when he was like 11, mm -hmm. going to play like his last two years of junior, because we got him pulled up from uh, the minor leagues. and His mom wanted him to play, <laughs> you know, kind of where he should be. Yeah. And his dad thought, no. He's yeah. better than he's that. He's big. He's better. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember the story. I lost. I lost. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a sports thing with the dads. But I do remember at the time, it, it, me and Polly have been friends for a long time, but he thought I was kind of a jerk, if I'm not mistaken, because I was a little he was hard. Like, he was like, man, I don't know about this coach. <laughs> and, you know, here we are, you know, yeah, still yeah. hanging out and, you know, the kids have... They do their own thing, and yeah. we do our thing now as adults. Yeah, they went through it's a awesome. lot of life together. But I tell you what, it's funny because that's kind of how you know coaches it, coaches are. I wasn't the, I guess, the most straight guy, uh, as far as you know. I was always a little hard on the edges. So I'm glad we became friends. Um, so let's take that shot before we get into the real story of the meat potatoes. This is actually the Templeton Rye. Um, it's actually from Kentucky uh, area. So I just want to make sure that you're ready for this one because it's just straight whiskey. So. Um, nothing sweet about this one. Let's just see how you like it. It's not that bad. It's pretty smooth, isn't it? I don't think I will. <laughs> Chase that one. You know what's funny is your faces are nowhere near half what my mom and Tammy's <laughs> are, so you can tell she can handle her alcohol. Um, 
So let's get into a little bit about the real story tonight. Um, and again, I want everyone to understand that this is about breast cancer awareness tonight. So we will have a little bit of fun, uh, but it is a serious topic. So tonight, uh, let's go back to when you first did what you guys, you call a self-exam. If I'm not mistaken, you had mentioned that you kind of, yes. you know, go through that. That's what every woman should do, if I'm not mistaken. And you found something. Tell us a little bit about how that went about and when you went to the doctor in that time frame. Well, I had felt a lump. Um, I asked my husband, can you please, you know, feel to see if you can feel it? And he said he didn't feel anything. Um, I went to the doctor and um, he felt and he said he, he felt a little something, but, you know, wasn't anything he thought to be alarmed. So I had um, a, a mammogram done. They did send me back for an ultrasound and um, they said um, nothing to worry about. It's just um, you have a lot of cysts which women nice. have. And so he's, th she did say, um, the radiologist actually pulled me into her office and showed me on the um, monitor before I even left the office. And she did say if it, if it seems to hurt or it grows larger, sometimes they need to be drained or removed. Right, right. So <clears throat> a year and a half went by. I was a little bit, um, you know, late on getting my next mammogram. Um, it actually started to hurt. And I told my husband, you know, it was a little bit bigger. I went in and the doctor had stated, um, well, you know, we can go for a mammogram. And I said, well, I don't want to go through what I went through before having to go back for extra imaging. So right. I said, can you please, I had an awesome doctor, same doctor, oh, Bra right, Bracky, right, right, Bracky. Right, yeah. And he, I said, can you please do extra imaging and an ultrasound so I don't have to go through this? And, mm -hmm. um, I'm the type of person I go pick up, like to pick up my results. Right, right. So um, before the doctor even called me, I knew I had a 97% chance I had breast cancer. Oh, wow. Um, because you a, saw your results. Yeah. Okay, it, okay. It's, it goes by BIRAD numbers. I don't even know what BIRAD stands for, but I know it's <laughs> You just from, knew it goes from that and it yes, was a number that you didn't like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And four is 97% Okay, chance. okay. So um, he called me and said, we need to do a biopsy. So I went for a biopsy, I believe it was on a, a Thursday or a Friday, mm -hmm. and um, they said it could take up to like five days. Okay. And um, that's when um, I told my mom, my mom's birthday was on a Monday, and I said, Mom, if I get the results today, I am not calling you on your birthday. Okay. She's all, you definitely will. <laughs> yeah, moms don't care. They don't right, care. Right, right, right. So sure enough, on my lunch hour, I was getting ready to go to the mall, I get a phone call from my doctor. Mm -hmm. And like, you hear, oh, they shouldn't call you in, um, on the phone, but right. sure enough, I got the phone call, you do have breast cancer. Okay. Um, so of course, the first phone call I was, even though my husband might not know it, he will know, my mom right, was right, the first phone right, call. Right, right, right. I don't think he'll hold judgment to that. I'm sure he understands a little yeah. bit. Yeah. He and was, he was he, at work, too. He was too. a second. Yeah, yeah. I, I did call him at work. Yeah. I, I don't even know what was going through his mind at right, that time. Right, right. But um, I did tell my mom. Yeah. And all I wanted to do was to cut him off. Right. And let's, you know, let's see what Let's start working need. it out. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let's go back, because I want to hit on that part. So when you... Because I, I honestly... For me, you know, my mother-in-law went through it 26 years ago. I was just dating Mila at the time, so I didn't really know much about it. Plus, I was out in the Navy, so when I found out, I was out to sea, and then I came back, and it was kind of already done, you know? Um, but, you know, my wife is a huge supporter of it. She She's is. been a big 
um, you know, she had the test done where she was checking to see if she had that gene because of her mother. Um, but take me back to, because I always feel like if I got results like that, I don't know how I'd react. So even when you had your own report, how did you deal with the time between the 97% that you kind of read yourself before the doctor, you didn't tell your husband at that time, correct? I did. Oh, okay. He okay. knew. He, I see. He so hated, he knew. He hated that I was picking up my reports. I got it. He hated it. Okay. And he's he said that this is, the doctor is supposed to be the one that's telling you this. Yeah. And he didn't want to think negatively until you had confirmation and he was he a little mad yeah. about that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, but you as a person, okay. I mean, Polly's a, his own person, but you as a person, do you kind of clam up? Do you feel like this is what's happening? How do I attack this? Or do you kind of, because what I know of you going through it, which is another reason why I'm doing this because you're positive attitude that you took. I don't, I'm sure there was low moments though, right? Like you can't always be positive. So did you take that right away and just assume, or did you want to wait for the doctor's results as well? Like, is there hope that that 3% was negative and the doctor was going to give you good news or did you pretty much just know? Honestly, the, the first time, um, cause I did have a, a kind of a scare after that. Okay. Um, no, I, I, I felt that it was. Okay. Um, you started preparing right away. Yeah, and I started Mentally. doing a little bit of research, not knowing what type of cancer I even had. Okay. Um, and having to sit down with my kids. My son, one is in the Army. Um, he was in his MOS. It's called MOS, right? I MOS don't know training. What that is. MOS. Was he in boot I camp? Think, no, he was right doing his training. Oh, okay. After. Okay. So he was doing his training. And, um, I ended up FaceTiming or speaker him. I called over my stepson and got my son in the room. Mm. This is before the doctor's results or after you got um, the results? After I got the results. Okay. And, um, to let them all know mm -hmm. together. Right. And trying to stay positive for all of them. Right. And say, we can get through this mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. you know, we just need to help. Um, yeah, it was... It was good, you know, yeah. it was, the, yeah, the family people. had a good, good support. Well, that's good. That's good. So, uh, we're, the timer went off, so we have to do another shot. Um, this is actually screwball, so we're mixing it with oh, some like sweets. She likes, that's the peanut butter. We all love that. So, we'll do a little shot of that. I didn't realize I could have made my shots much bigger for her because she seems like she's a machine. Uh, so, I like that. So, let me start my timer again real quick. Sorry, everybody. Um, I don't have any kind of assistance setting timers for me and I want to make sure I get it done right. So now that you've gotten the results, what was, what, what, how serious was the cancer? That's what I want to know. Cause I know um, there's different levels, correct? Yeah. What is yours, yeah. yours was called Mine something. was stage two B, um, which I believe their stage four is, you know, it's right. stage three, it starts to go into other, um, uh, areas. Right. The reason why it was two B is it did involve one of my lymph nodes. Okay. Um, I did have, it was called um, invasive ductal carcinoma triple negative. Um, the triple negative, honestly, I don't know. I know it's, it doesn't react to hormonal therapies, so okay. it's a lot harder to fight. That's what I knew. There so, was something in there with a T that, that you had that was a more of a difficult yeah. type. Okay. So the survival rate for a regular breast cancer is around 97%. Oh, that's good. Now, the triple negative, mm -hmm. it's around 70, 77%. Oh, wow. Okay. For five years. So, right. people that have had regular breast cancer, 
I call regular. That's non triple negative. Right. Um, after five years, ninety seven will ninety seven percent have survived. Okay. Now with the triple negative. Right. Seventy seven percent have survived. Okay. So. So when you get that results, which is different from, I mean, you know, we already talked about that mentally. I'm not. Now you've already talked about what you told your kids and your husband, but how does that affect you mentally? from that point on now is it like okay this is a different I'm yes. not in that normal category yeah you know my mom will tell you that you know I'm, I'm never an easy person <laughs> yeah um it was when the fir doctor first told me I just kind of smiled because I didn't know you know that's just a type of cancer yeah and but with the look on his face and then the look on my husband's face is my husband doesn't know anything about breast cancer right um, I'm like, well, maybe it's something I should be concerned. And then mm -hmm. I started doing research. Then I did do the crying. And <laughs> oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you weren't always 100% strong. You did no. break down and have your moments. Okay. Yeah, usually I would do it um, when I was taking a shower <laughs> because nobody could see me. Right, right. Um, I'm very white, very white. <laughs> and so when you come out of the shower and you're white, you're red. Yeah. So they're, they don't really think... Oh, I see. You're already red because of the hot yep. water. So therefore, that's a good little trick there. I mean, yeah. for anybody who just wants yeah. to cry in the shower. Yeah, if you're white, just cry in the shower. <laughs> so, okay, you've dealt with that. At what point do you start, um, I guess, flipping the switch? Because I know when we always saw you early on, you were pretty strong. Um, and then, take. so let's talk about that. And then from there, what did the doctor tell you is a forecast for treatment? So, how, so how, when did you flip the switch? Because I know you're always sad. I'm sure you had always the moments in the shower when things would hit you. But when did you decide, this is not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take it. Basically. And then well, when did he give you the layout? My whole goal is what we just had. Even though our kids graduated mm -hmm. virtually or however you want to call it, I wanted to see my son be able to graduate. Right. And my other son get married, mm -hmm. which. Who knows if that's going to happen? COVID messed that up too. Right. Um, he is engaged, correct? He he is. Yes, yes. He is. Hopefully July 26th. <laughs> we'll see. Right. Um, I, I totally forgot even what the question was. No, I just said when did you flip... have three shots. <laughs> when did you flip the switch? Um, well, after I started doing some research, uh -huh. um, first they sent me to a surgeon. Um, he's a... He does all surgeries. Okay. Um, He's the big surgeon. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't just do cancer. He does... Like, okay. He did my husband's gallbladder. Okay. Um, he made us watch a video. Okay. So, my husband was working at the time. So, at the time, my son was 14, almost 15. Mm -hmm. um, he went with me. First, we did a hike. Um, if you guys are around the area, we did the hike that I couldn't make. Potato Chip Mountain. Potato Chip Mountain. Yeah, in Carlsbad. Yes. I mean, um, Poway. Sorry. Sorry. Dom and I, we, we went that, and I said, do not let me give up. I felt like if I can make that hike mm -hmm. with no training, right. I can do this. Okay. And he would not let me quit. I finished it. We did yeah. it in four hours. And um, then we went to, um, we watched, they made us watch a video. And the video was basically telling you that no matter if you do a mastectomy or if you just do a lumpectomy, what do you call it? A lump. Lumpectomy. Lump yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, the survival rate is the same. Okay. But the difference is the reoccurrences. Got it. You have a higher reoccurrence just removing the lump. Correct. And you have less of a chance of it reoccurring if you remove Mistake the breast. Mm -hmm. If you remove the um, breast, it, it can come back in the scar tissue. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but besides that, you're pretty free and clear okay. of that area. Yes, and you had a double mastectomy, correct? I did. Okay. My my son as a had to mature really quick. Yeah. You know, as a 14 year old, he he looked at me. He's like, "Mom, you need to take him off and worry about that later." Right. I already wanted to do that. My husband was against it. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband said, I don't think, I think that's a too invasive of a surgery. Right. I think you should just... Because there is a lot going on. It's not about, I don't think he cared a lick about your breast. I think he cared more about no. just, that's a lot of removal, a lot of openness, a lot of infections can occur and things like that. Because that is a big undertaking. Yeah, that was, it was, spo- it was supposed to be, yeah. it was supposed to be right around a two and a half, maybe three hour surgery. Mm-hmm. But I think we were at four, over four hours. Yeah, yeah, that was a big um, deal. And that was the surgery we were at, correct? Yes. That was the removal of everything. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I just knew we were there and they made yeah. t-shirts and all that 17 stuff. People, yeah, yeah, 17 yeah. people yeah. Um, were there to support my husband and family, including awesome. um, the Boone family. Yeah, yeah, we all showed up. It was um, fun. All three kids. Yeah. yeah. And, I don't um, mean fun like party fun. I just mean it was a good you know, way to be there. Yeah, and I'm it. sure yeah. they had some good... Yeah, we were, we were, yeah, we were all trying yeah. to tell good memories and just have a good time and then just try to cheer Polly and Robin, I mean, uh, Polly and Dominic up at the time for sure. Yeah. Um, and the good news is when it all came out and they gave you the news, it's, you know, the surgery's over and you came through great. I was like, oh, we were all so happy. But how they did it. Oh, what happened? They, you don't remember? Uh-uh. Well, let's do a shot first because uh, the timer went off oh before I want to hear about that. I'm excited to hear about that. You don't remember? No, I don't. You said how they did it. This is this is the actual Bevmo brand. It's called James Younger. It's their house Tennessee whiskey. So let's see what you think about that. Pretty That's good. Funny. You had a weirder face than I did. Well, it's not my favorite. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I had it last, or yeah, with mom last week, and it was just not my favorite. But you liked it, huh? It was fun. It's not bad. Yeah, we're gonna have to get you more. So so how? Yeah, tell me that story. How, how they said everything is the doctor came out he was kind of stunned like holy crap there's so many people yeah yeah and he actually pulled my husband into a room okay i do remember that that. yes okay and my mom started crying because usually i know we're like freaked out right we're like why is polly going to the room okay that's you yeah yes so then polly had to stick his his arm out and be like thumbs Thumbs up up. yes yes yeah yeah that's like you're like what happened why are we all i think he he was just shocked like oh my god all these people i know and he's like oh we should probably take that you know i don't want to give it this news in front of everybody i get what you're saying but in in reality we're all freaking out because that's usually what you see on tv is being like pull to the side and and i want everybody to know that you know having one um the the hardest part of the whole journey was actually losing my hair and not losing the breast i knew i was gonna get the breast back you never know if the hair is gonna come back because there's certain chemos that actually um you know you see on tv that Mm -hmm. call this number if you haven't grown your hair back yeah um well i want to stop for that because that's a huge i i me not being a woman, so I'm not trying to be insensitive, but when you bring that up, uh, she had hair to your butt, if I'm not mistaken. Straight hair to her butt. And to be honest, I'm thankful that you actually cut it because you look <laughs> 10 times better because you never really did anything with it. That was so hard to do. Um, but I remember you coming to the door uh, to talk to my wife, and she had already cut kind of her hair super short like a bob at the time, mm-hmm. kind of being like, hey, I've got to commit. I'm probably going to lose it anyway. And then you went through these amazing stages that the last two years that we've been seeing like all these stages of different colors, different lengths, different choppiness. It was wild to see. And I get what you're saying now when you bring that back. But when you talk about the emotional aspect, Mm -hmm. why is it that you felt 
and this is probably a big self-image thing, not because you have that issue, but you're thinking breasts over hair. Why was the hair so much more emotional to you? Um, it, the breast, like nobody knew that I wore prosthetics. I had to wear prosthetics for around a year. And after everything was, mm -hmm, yeah. Okay. After everything, um, it's just what, how my path, how my journey was. Right, not everybody's right. journey is the same way. The hair, I was sitting in chemo one day and there was a lady, they would always try to schedule you right around the same time. And there was a lady that I would always talk to that would, we would sit next to each other. Mm -hmm. And she, one day she was sitting just one person over. Okay. And she, um, she didn't have her hair. And you still had yours at the time? I, no. Oh, okay. No, you I, didn't have it either. I okay. didn't have it. Got it. But not until she came over afterwards and she said something to me, I recognized her voice. I did not recognize her. Oh, I see what you mean. And, Got and it. numerous people would see me in the store and mm -hmm. not until I would speak did they even know it was me. Okay. We, we look at people and we recognize people by their face and their hair. Mm -hmm. If you take away the hair... You might not even recognize the well, person. Well, it's interesting you say that because and I wasn't trying to cut her off. But before we started, she showed me pictures that I had never seen of a photo shoot when she was pretty much at her baldest, mm -hmm. right? And, God, that's been, what did you say, three years now? Yeah. Two and a half, roughly, between that and now. And here I am. You know, Mila, I don't even think has ever seen him. Maybe she has. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I would love to show you guys <laughs> one picture. But what's um, and, and we'll let her. Awesome. But what's interesting is she's right. I even said, "Is that Robin?" Yeah. So can you zoom in on that a little bit? There you go. So that is an interesting image because you're right. I honestly didn't even recognize you, and I've seen you for so many years. And I was looking mm -hmm. right at you when you showed me the picture, yeah. and it did not look like you. No. So that's what did you start struggling at that point, or you just it hit you at that point when that lady um, talked to you, or were you already was, way ahead of that? It was, it was weird because I felt so bad that we sat through the chemo sessions can be anywhere from th mine were in between three and four and a half hours, depending on the day. Are you serious? You'd have to sit in a chair yes. for three and a half to four hours. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And that's intravenously through a um, tube, like through an IV? I had a port. Okay. Um, so when one. I okay. had the original surgery, they put a port so it'd be easy access. Okay. Because okay. your veins can collapse. Mm -hmm. So I did 16 of those. Okay. Yeah, you were, okay, mm -hmm. so that's the other thing. So the doctor said, what, 16, uh, what's it called? Uh, 16 Chemo. chemos. And then 28 radiation? Uh, I did 27 rounds of radiation. Okay, and doesn't the radi, what kills the hair, the chemo? Uh, the chemo. Okay, but the radiation keeps it off, correct? The, the chemo just makes make sure that um, everything is dead, dead in that area. Right, right, so it's killing all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about that process. Because I really want to kind of now focus on what your emotions were. Like, uh-oh, the timer went off. We have another shot to do. We're getting down to the... <laughs> I know, we're, we're good. We can always do more. <laughs> this one is Henderson. <laughs> this one's from a local market. It's from the East Coast as well. A local market? Mm-hmm. Valley Center? Yeah, they sell, it. they sell it at the market down here. I've never seen anyone else. Isn't that kind of... <laughs> that one got her. Wow. She actually made a who face. <laughs> Wow, she's really, really hating these Ooh. shots. Are you even feeling anything? Yeah, you are. Go on. I think you watered them down. I did not. I did not. You're just a strong person, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, what were we even talking about? I have so, no idea. 
So the, the the hardest part. Yes. Um, the, the, I wanted the, to know there, your really two, your ups and downs. There's yeah. two kind of hard stories. Let's, let's pretend the, someone else is asking you who has it and what what is what would you tell them the hardest parts and what you went through and. Um. I don't know. I mean, you're not giving them advice because you, everyone's different. But I'm asking. You have always been positive to me. I I, I have been. Um, you just you know, chose to choose life. I I did have those days. I, I had a coworker mm -hmm. where her husband, um, he was diagnosed with terminal okay. uh, kidney cancer. Okay. And she she gave me some advice um, that she's all, you're going to fall down and you're just going to want to cry. She's all, but you need to get up and you need to continue. This is what I'm talking about. That's good stuff. And yeah. you know what? I had those days. You know, it was in the shower. Sometimes it was when my husband, you know, wasn't. Um, one of my big times was my very first chemo. Mm -hmm. Um, I just wanted to start chemo. They didn't have, um, my main office was San Marcos. They didn't have any available for like two weeks. And they said, well, we can get you into Encinitas. So I said, okay, Encinitas. Wow. That, you know, that's a yeah. nice, nice yeah, yeah, area. Right. It's going to be yeah. nice. Right. Oh no, it was horrible. I felt like I was a cow packed into like a, um, a small arena and I was sitting right next to a person that was basically throwing up inside of a little right those hospital things yeah yeah the little the banana looking things yeah and i'm sitting there my very first it was horrible oh my horrible. god that was your first experience my very first experience oh my gosh you thought this is gonna be I it for this whole time yeah. like this is a brutal journey yeah and then i go to san marcos mm -hmm. and i said oh thank god <laughs> it was more open i felt I could breathe. Yeah, yeah. Um, whole different experience. A whole different experience. Isn't that interesting that that could actually change your perspective, mm -hmm. your experience on you know where you get your treatment and everything? Yeah. So, again, you had your ups and downs, but yeah. you still always seem to maintain. Now, I get it. You, you put on a strong front. Um, now, how did your husband deal with it? Now, I don't want to get into Polly's emotions mm -hmm. directly, but, like, when you come home, he seemed to be always, in my mind, you guys, but I'm going to put it out there. These two were fun. But you guys have changed your whole mindset. And and ever since this occurred, he would always tell me, you know, after this happened, he always looked at things a whole different way. Did you agree with that? Did you feel the same yeah. way? That yeah. you kind of have to just take life when it comes and really enjoy the moment because you guys went to Hawaii? We did. I, I was very thankful that my treatment, um, I didn't start anything until 9-11. Mm -hmm. We had been planning for a whole year, like, Actually, yeah, longer you guys, than a year. You guys booked it. Um, yeah. August was our Hawaii trip, and right. I said I'm gonna do everything that I want to do. I wanted to go ziplining, so me and my son went ziplining. Right. I wanted to do um, snorkeling. Mm -hmm. I did snorkeling, right. and we did the luau. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm gonna do everything I want to do because yeah. honestly, you don't know. And it you doesn't. Don't know. Even, yeah, and you don't even know what I'm. It taught you that even breast cancer or not, we don't know anything right like no. whether it's that or the covid you know i mean people lost their lives during this time that had no idea and it's like you kind of have to i'm just saying i appreciated you guys tackling it that way because i'm a pretty positive person and for her to kind of go through this in a different way when we were in it like now we're kind of like back to normal a little bit but when we were in it i felt like you know we were like it was just weird because i felt like i was on your coattail i was really writing your positivity you know me and mila were like robin is such a positive person you know going through all this that why we have no right to be negative about anything we do you get what i'm saying yeah. like we can't even be down because you're going through it and you're up
Now, again, we don't know what happens behind the scenes because that's real and you're allowed to have that. You should be allowed to cry as much as you want if you're going through it. But when you were always in front of us at the time, we always thought like she's a rock. You know, you're being like a person that we would, you know, envy and want to be if we had to go through that. So in my mind, I felt like if we, we should have no complaints. You get what I'm saying? We shouldn't yeah. cry we, or, or, you know, we shouldn't bitch, complain or anything if someone that's going through that stays positive. So that's why kind of like you were during that time, it was pretty cool to kind of see that. And that's why I wanted to have you on because I felt like your positivity was so amazing during this whole time that, you know, some people just let it beat them. And I'm not saying that everyone out there does, but I feel like some people do get defeated. Well, I think with, with, with Polly, mm-hmm. when it comes to Polly, he, he told me after the fact that if I wouldn't have been so strong, he doesn't know what he would have did. Or if I would have been so sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did have my rough days you know, during chemo. Um, even radiation, you know, everybody thinks radiation is so easy. Me working in the dental field, mm-hmm. I understand radiation. And I didn't understand why my my stomach wasn't being protected. Oh. Right? Your radiation on my breast and my armpit. But why isn't my other organs being protected? Oh. And, um... They, I think because they knew my background, they actually had me sit down with a physicist, and which was awesome. You know, he took the time to explain to me. He's all, you know, if we put a vest on your stomach, mm-hmm. that radiation could bounce off the vest, hit another organ, wow. and, and damage an organ. Seriously. He's all, he's all, we're so precise. I thought that just the radiation doctor, <laughs> right, right? right? The radiation doctor is the one that, you know, deals with all this. No, she just puts in the plan. It's the physicist that actually... He does all the measurements, mm. everything like that. Like, I have three tattoos to this day, pinpoint one on each side right. and one in the center, so they can always line me up in the same area yeah. each and every time I had radiation. Wow. It was it was crazy. I cried because I just, I, did, I wasn't sure if I wanted to get radiation. Yeah. And they told me that they recommended it because I had the triple, um, right. triple negative. Yeah, it was kind of necessary. Now, how yeah. long did that whole process from beginning to end, the whole treatments take? I told my doctor I was going to be out six months. I was out six months to the day. I returned back to work a day after my last chemo. Wow. And how long have you been mm-hmm. clean and free from cancer? Um, in July, um, it'll be three years I was diagnosed. Um, I I'm have had a that. couple scans where I had to go back and repeat because of some lymph nodes on, like, my collarbone. Okay, okay. Um, I did have a brain scan because of headaches, but everything's came out clear. Everything's good, okay. And um, then you went, you decided to have some re- reconstruction? Yeah, yeah. I, I started the reconstruction process um, the December, like, a year and three months after mm. um, I had the yeah, mastectomy. Yeah. And I've had total of... I know it sounds like a lot from the mastectomy <laughs> to now, yeah, yeah. which is just like, like four weeks ago I had surgery. There's been five surgeries. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's what happens. I mean, it's, it's a part of the thing, but it's, I'm not even laughing. It's just like, I have a hard time not. He's all, what surgery are you having now? No, no, now? no. I'm, that, I'm, that's what you asked I'm me I'm having last a time. hard time being so overwhelmed by the word cancer. Like you're throwing it out there and it, it's such a scary disease but the fact that you're like, the last time I had, you know, it's like, it's such a weird thing because no, all I'm saying is the people who have been through it understand it. People who don't, don't. It's one of those diseases that if you haven't been through it, you can only appreciate someone who went through it, but you can't really understand because it's such, it's un, it's un, 
treatable. I mean, it, you can it, you can survive, but it's not like there's some magic pill. Is what and I'm every saying. every single person's journey is different. That's what I understand. Um, yeah. I have a, a person. She's like my cousin who's diagnosed with the same triple negative oh, cancer. Oh really? And now they do things a little bit differently. Right. So just three first years she ago. Had, yeah. Wow. She had now. I switched to UCSD just because I felt like they were more aggressive on yeah. my great, treatment. Great and I said, I, you know, I need to yeah. do what's best for me. Um, but my doctor now even says, I wish you would have did chemo first, then um, the radiation. Right. No, 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 no sorry. sorry. Chemo, surgery, right. and then radiation. Oh, okay. And the reason why they do it that way is because they want to see how your tumor reacts to right. the chemo. Right, Like, does it Not, shrink and all yes, that? Yes, because before actually even, it can yeah. grow. Oh. I have a support group that uh, many of them have grown. Oh, wow. And same thing with my cousin. I call her my cousin. Oh. Um, hers grew, so they said, we're stopping chemo. Got it. Um, we're going to switch a different chemo okay. and then do surgery. Okay. So, but you know, I gotta just be blessed that I, as of now, mm -hmm. with what type of treatment that my doctor chose for right, me, right. that I am cancer-free. It's worked. Yeah. I will have a, another scan in September, mm -hmm. and hopefully, um, everything will be positive. That's amazing. Well, we're gonna do one more shot, and then we're gonna ask Robin to speak about her mission that she's been doing for the cancer victims. And this is Southern Comfort. It's pretty much the smoothest one you can get without mixing. I like it. It's very sweet. Very smooth. So with that being said, uh, let's talk a little bit about what you've done. Um, you know, she's not like out there beating the streets or anything, but obviously, they, the, did you do the breast walk, I think? I did. Uh, Mila and I, we did um, through Michelle's place That's in right. Temecula. Um, right. My sister-in-law, she um, said, you know, you should talk to these, um, you know, group of women. And so even though it's kind of far from where I live, right, right. Um, yeah, we did the breast walk last year. Right. Um, this year they're doing a virtual walk. I know it's tough. <laughs> it's so weird. weird. <laughs> it's so weird. I've, I've done virtual runs, virtual Spartans, and it's just not the same. I don't know. But talking about like, so you, and I'm not saying other people shouldn't, but you've given back, right? You did that. Yes. And then, so Robin has decided to what she's done through her, I guess, your own experience, mm -hmm. the things she needed, the things that she felt were important going through chemo, correct? Correct. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, what did you do? You decided so, to, yeah. One of my, two two people, one uh, person from my husband's work, and then another was a family friend, gave me things to help me um, that they have gotten information from their friends who went through it um, to get through chemo, um, which was like a chemo bag. So it had like lotion, different things in it. So I decided on my one year anniversary, um, I made my work, um, I work at Kids Care Dental, go Kids Care. Um, <laughs> um, I, made them, I made them lunch and then I asked all of them if they could help me. I wanted to make at least 10 bags at that time. Um, so I'll kind of get out what yeah, the no, bag. Yeah, that's fine, that's what we're about. So, you know, I give everybody a bag, mm -hmm. um, a blanket, um, everybody, when we go to chemo, mm -hmm. sometimes because they're flushing us with so much fluid, you're cold, you're hot, you don't know what you are. Mm -hmm. um, a blanket always comes in handy. And um, So somebody had given me a blanket, and I promise you that blanket went with me every single chemo. Yeah, I can imagine. So a word puzzle book because you get bored. Not everybody has somebody to go with them uh -huh. each and every time. Okay. And you can drive yourself as long as you're not giving, you know, like right. Benadryl or right, right, something. Right. Here, I'll take that for you. So all you right, can. all right. Obviously, and three then, and a half hours, you got to do something. 
so like a water bottle to keep hydrated um believe it or not chapstick because you actually lose a lot of fluid that's why mm. you want to stay hydrated so you want to keep everything you know can i ask you how much drink. fluid you have to drink like a normal we're supposed to drink half our body weight what are you supposed to drink when you're going through all that you know what they didn't really say Here. but they they said you need to make sure the faster you can drink water mm -hmm. um the first type of chemo they call it the red devil that's what you lose your hair and they said the faster you can make your your urine would actually turn pink the faster you can get your urine to turn regular, oh. the better it was for you. Okay. So how um, much were you drinking? Do you know, roughly? I don't just, know. You I, just drank I know. a ton. Yeah, <laughs> I drink a lot yeah, of water. Yeah, you're pretty disciplined that way. Yeah. Snacks. So, well, sugar-free candy. Oh. Now, this is, which sugar -free? nobody's, the reason why sugar-free is, um, they say cancer likes sugar. Oh. Yeah, and I've heard the, that. and okay. the thing about the sugar-free is sucking on either this or chewing gum. When we get our ports flushed, um, you can taste the saline. Oh wow! You can taste the chemicals that they're flushing mm. through it, and so um, somebody gave me the tip: if you chew gum or suck on mint or have a piece of candy in your mouth, you're not gonna taste it. Right. I promise, and you get nauseous. I I got nauseous unless I've heard I do that this. for sure. Yeah. No, I know that for sure. And then they said lotion to stay hydrated. Mm -hmm. um, like mm, me, I have... Your, so yes. your, it doesn't come out your pores, it stays in? Mm -hmm. mm. Like me, my, I have a lymph node involved. And they said if you get any cracks mm -hmm. or any signs of infection, um, it's bad. Oh, wow. You can actually... Somebody got scratched by their cat, uh -huh. got an infection, hospitalized. Oh, jeez. Because stay you're going hydrated. through that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, she chose the good stuff. Exactly. <laughs> and a pen to go with the puzzle the book. book. Yeah hand sanitizer because you never you're always touching stuff oh really this is all touching. free pre all free. that yeah just free. normal just yes. to stay clean anyway yeah yeah wow. there's a few other things that we put in the bags but um my work we actually got enough donation where the first year i actually donated in between family friends and coworkers. it was 20 bags um unfortunately i had to give out uh, around five bags um, one to a co-worker's sister who was um, re-diagnosed. Oh. She had cancer previously. Mm -hmm. um, a co-worker's dad who was re-diagnosed with cancer. Mm. And um, so... So you do it regardless of breast or not? It's no, it doesn't matter. In general. And okay. I made sure whenever I took them to, um, I took them to UCSD and I said mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what type of cancer. Right. Um, now the blankets, some are more male, some are more female. They'll have to kind of take a <laughs> take a look. Right, 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 right. But they basically all have the same thing, yeah. you know. And um, so far to date, I've done at least sixty bags. But it's not just with me; it's with help right. of coworkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's like, a thing you're doing. Yeah, it's like a great your thing. your yeah. wife Mila, she's helped donate some blankets. Um, people at work. Um, and I've gotten actually phone calls like, "I need a bag." Right. So it's. It's been awesome. Well, I can tell you this. Let me ask you this. So if someone wants to check out something, be more aware of, obviously you can search breast cancer, but is there any particular, before we leave, is there any particular institute or link or anything that you support locally or anywhere? Well, Michelle's Place Now doesn't just okay. do breast cancer. Okay, they good. do all cancers. Michelle, um, Michelle's, Michelle's Place, Place and okay. Temecula. So if you Google that, it'll mm -hmm. come up and you can yep. research, Google, They're on donate. Facebook. Okay. They're on... Um, you know, yeah, the, it's pretty everywhere. much easy to find that, but I wanted to know the name. So Michelle's place now. Okay. Yeah. Um, is there any of your that's yours your favorite tonight? Other than um, the one we mixed, so I can't. Make the last it. one was good. 
Okay. And so was the peanut butter. Okay, which one would you rather do as a closeout shot? This is um, the first the time I've butter. ever done it. Okay. So this is the first time we've ever done it, so you just give me a glass. It oh, doesn't matter as long as it's not I like mine. To first. Let's see, let's do that nice and fat. Because we're going to toast out to breast cancer. Um, all the people who've lived, not lived, we just want to say salute. All right. Good night. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for Robin Graciano, breast cancer survivor. I appreciate her story so much. Good night. Anything else?